Here we go. West Hills Friends is a Quaker meeting in Portland, Oregon. You can find more information about our community at westhillsfriends.org. As a Quaker community, we encourage everyone to share from their hearts, especially as it pertains to God's leading in their lives. These words are shared into a community that values the opportunity to respond and dialogue about what is said. The responses and dialogue are not included in this recording. The views expressed in this content are solely those of the original contributors. And do not necessarily speak for the entire West Hills Friends community. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Our scripture reading this morning is from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4 through 13. Now there are a variety of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of services, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who activates all of them in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. To one is given the through the Spirit, the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge, according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the one Spirit, to another the working of miracles, and to another prophecy, to another the discernment of spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, to another the interpretations of tongues. All of these are activated by one and the same Spirit, who allots to each one individually just as the Spirit chooses. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. Will you pray with me? Holy One, thank you for gathering us all together in your name. Thank you for breathing your, your breath and your life into our community and for offering us the gift of your presence. I ask that you create an opening in this passage so that we might encounter you in a new way. In your name, amen. A few weeks ago, I started looking around the meeting house for a VHS tape of a commercial for West Hills Friends. Now, I know that this tape exists because I read about it in our business meeting records throughout the 90s. And I know I'm not the only one who's curious enough to watch it. When I couldn't find the tape, I asked Mike where it might be hiding, and he suggested looking in the meeting house attic. <laughs> Those of you who've already heard me tell this story, please bear with me, um, and don't spoil it for those sitting next to you. It's about to get good. Um, so the night before the all-church retreat, I decided to go up to the attic and look for the tape. I spent a few min minutes looking around, digging through boxes and piles of about 30 years worth of accumulated stuff. And I didn't find what I was looking for, so I decided to head back down from the attic and work on another project. 
And that's when I encountered a major problem. Because I was so determined to find this tape, uh, the West Hills Friends artifact, I completely forgot on my way up the wooden ladder that I'm terrified of heights. So I know that the attic is only seven or eight feet above the main floor of the building, but somehow it seems much higher when you're standing there looking down the wooden ladder. I did not like it at all. So that's when I decided that I would not be going to the All Church Retreat and I would instead live in the attic of the meeting house. (laughs) Well, to be honest, what really happened was that I knew that I would probably be too scared to go back up the attic ever again, so I decided to spend some more time looking thoroughly through everything so that I would never have to ask that question again. What is in the attic of the Wessels Meeting House? And I didn't find the tape, but I did find some really interesting pieces of our community's history. There are boxes of well-read books about Quakerism and peacemaking. There's old sheet music photo albums, Christmas decorations, and so much art. I found a gift sent to us from friends from the continent of Africa. I found picket signs from various protests that members of our community participated in. I found a few stacks of Bibles. Now all of these objects are preserved in our attic because they are evidence of where the Spirit has led us to unique places as individuals and as a community. And we care as a community about where we've been together. The Spirit led us to make those memories that were documented in our photo albums. The Spirit led us to participate in protests and to read about the friends who came before us. The Spirit led us to build relationships with friends from other countries. While some of us feel most alive and most connected to God when we are intellectually stimulated, some of us become more aware of God's presence when we participate in nonviolent direct action. And still, some here encounter God's Spirit most fully when they use their spiritual gift of faith to hold this meeting for worship and prayer. Faith that God really is alive in each of us and that God's light will guide our time here together. It's clear that the Spirit has offered us a multitude of gifts and leadings here at West Hills. In many ways, our community has been faithful with those gifts and with the concerns that we carry. I wonder, how do we discern when those gifts and concerns are ours as individuals and as a community? How do we know when the Spirit is leading one person or the entire body of West Hills friends? When I ask myself these questions, I find my my mind wandering back to the scripture that I read. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For the common good. The common good of love. The common good of mercy and of justice. When we do the work of discernment together as a gathered body, we are essentially asking ourselves, what is that common good? How do we focus our attention on our work here, on that love of God and on one another? In many ways, we assume that 
our Quaker discernment process is meant to allow room for the Spirit to lead us all to the same place at the same time, but we all know that doesn't work. It doesn't work like that because when we commit our discernment to the hands of the Maker of Heaven, it means that we no longer lean on our own understanding of how that discernment should go. It means we might have to let go of our preferences. It means that some of us might not be led as individuals to focus our energy in a particular way, but if we can see that God is leading, then it would serve us all well to get out of the way and allow the Spirit to call our friends to action, even if it's a different action than what we're called to. The real gift here is that even when we might be called to very different work or to pursue the living God in very different ways, we are all united as one body of Christ. The Spirit is at work here in our separate lives and when we come together as a gathered body. Our commitment to one another and to that Spirit and to our common good of love is imperative. To pursue our unique gifts without fear is the most authentic way to honor the Spirit who has breathed those gifts into our lives. Some queries for our time of open worship. What spiritual gifts do you see in those around you? What gifts do you see in yourself? How might we let go of our preferences for the sake of pursuing God together? <laughs> 